0: Learn more at marines.com. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, the Marlins and the Phillies tangled for the final time in Philly this season. Sandy Alcantara went opposite of the right-hander Kyle Gibson. The Marlins were looking to avoid being swept in the series. With the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner.
1: Well, a wild back-and-forth ball game in Philadelphia tonight, and it ends with the Marlins on top. That's the good news. Marlins six, Phillies five. Miami, after losing five straight to begin this road trip and nine in a row overall, gets the W here tonight. The Marlins will head home after a one and five trip, having won the last of nine games they'll play in Philadelphia this year. They finished two and seven here at Citizens Bank Park. They're now six and ten on the year against the Phillies. Sandy Alcantara started against Kyle Gibson and we were scoreless into the third inning, leading off top three for Miami, the number nine man in the lineup tonight, the first baseman, Lewin Diaz. It'll be a 1-0 to Lewin, and that's hammered to right, way back. Maton, looking up at the wall, goodbye, Lewin Diaz. It's his second of the season, and a one nothing Marlins lead. That was smoked. I mean, that was, what, 30 rows deep right there? And the Marlins are just getting started in that third inning against Kyle Gibson. A base hit by John Birdie followed. Man at first, speed at first. Nobody out for Garrett Cooper. On 2-1, Cooper shoots one down the left field line. That's a fair ball going to go to the wall. Birdie is headed for third base. He'll be waved by Al Padrique. The relay throw won't be made. It's an RBI double for Garrett Cooper. And the Marlins make it 2-0 here in the third. And after Joey Went, a little fly ball to right that advanced Cooper to third base. Avi Garcia had a chance to add to the advantage. Gibson stays out of the stretch. Man at third-one down. Pitch to Avi is back up the middle and through a base hit to the left of the second base bag. That'll make it 3-0 Miami. It's a four-hit, three-run, third inning for the Marlins. So Sandy found himself a kind of a Strange situation, pitching with a three-run lead as he headed out there for the bottom half of the third inning. He's pitched in so many tight, low-scoring games throughout the season. It feels like every pitch he's thrown all year practically has been in the highest of high-leverage spots in a tie game. Up a run, down a run, where every single out matters. Here he was staked with a three-run cushion, but in the bottom of the third after he got the first two outs, he couldn't get the number nine man in the Philadelphia batting order, Nick Maton. Nick Maton, two outs, nobody on, hammers one to right. That one's not coming back. Way out of here. Nick Maton up into the second level at Citizens Bank Park. It's his third of the season to make it a 3-1 game. Sandy allowed three home runs in his last start against the Braves. Gives one up to Maton here tonight, and it was 3-1 in the third. It would stay that way until the top half of uh, until the bottom half rather of inning number four. The Phillies would keep it going against Sandy. Lead off single by Reese Hoskins, a double by Alec Boehm, put men at second and third. Sandy then came back to strike out Bryce Harper. JT Romito to ground ball to shortstop for the second out, but on the play, Hoskins came home to score. That made it a 3-2 game and brought Bryson Stott to the plate. 3-2, he reaches out, bloops one into left field. It's falling quickly and down just barely fair to tie the game. Stott's headed for second, the throw is high, backed up by Lewin, and it's 3-3 in the fourth as Stott on a 3-2, two-out pitch, doubles home, boom, to even the score. Stott went three for four tonight with that double in the RBI. In the three games in this series, the two Phillies shortstops. Edmundo Sosa, the last two nights, and Stott tonight combined to go eight for nine with three doubles, two homers, five RBIs and a walk on base in nine of 10 plate appearances. So the Stott double tied the game at three into the fifth inning, and with one out in the fifth, we told you it was back and forth tonight. Marlins went back in front, compliments of Joey Wendell. And Wendell gets into one, deep to right, way back, and the Marlins are back in the lead. Joey Wendell makes it 4-3, connecting for his third home run of the season. Well, Gibson would pitch his way out of that fifth inning without any further damage. But the fifth inning would be the end of the line for the Phillies starter. He went five innings tonight, surrendered the four runs on nine hits, walked one, struck out two, allowed a pair of home runs. Lewin Diaz leading off the third inning. Joey Wendell with nobody on, went out in the fifth inning for Gibson tonight, 73 pitches, 45 strikes. So it was 4-3 Marlins into the bottom of the fifth, and it looked like it would be a routine inning for Sandy. He got Brandon Marsh to ground a third and a good play by Brian Anderson for the first out. He got Nick Mate on to ground to first for the second out. And he got Kyle Schwarber to fly to center for the third. Oh, not so fast. It looked like the third out, but it was dropped by J.J. Blade. The error in center field put Schwarber on at first. It extended the fifth inning. Reese Hoskins singled, putting men at first and second, giving Alec Bohm a chance for the Phillies down by a run. 1-0 pitch is slammed out towards center. race races over. Dives can't get it. It's going to go to the wall. This is big-time trouble. Schwarber scores. Hoskins scores. Boehm's going to third. He is in there with the slide. Two unearned runs, and the Phillies lead at 5-4. And if a faster man had hit that ball, it would have been an inside-the-park home run. So the... Phillies cash in on the Bladé error, and they had the lead back. Sandy would need to throw eight additional pitches after he should have been out of that fifth inning with a one-run lead. Instead, he strikes up Bryce Harper to escape the fifth inning. But the Phillies had turned the game around, had a 5-4 lead for Sandy tonight. Six innings, eight hits, five runs, three earned. Didn't walk anybody, struck out seven. Allowed the home run to Nick Maton through 94 pitches, 66 strikes. He exited on the wrong end of a 5-4 score, his ERA. Up to two point four three. The bullpen's would keep this game five to four through the sixth inning, through the seventh inning, and through the eighth inning. For the Marlins, Richard Blyer with a one-two-three seventh after Sandy'd gone the first six innings. Dylan Floro then set down the side one-two-three in the eighth. And while Vinny Natoli and Sam Coonrod, Brad Hand were hanging zeros for the Phillies, we went to the ninth. Fills up by a run five-to-four. And it felt like the same kind of game we've seen a lot over the course of this 2022 season. The Marlins right there, but down a run going to the ninth. And if it ended like most of them have ended, on their way to coming up short. But that would not be the story here tonight. David Robertson came out and tried to close it out in the ninth inning. Leading off the inning, Garrett Cooper ripped a double to left field. Coop tonight goes two for five, two doubles, an RBI, and a couple of runs scored. So with nobody out in the ninth inning. Marlins had the tying man at second, and Joey Wendell was the batter. Ground ball to first, gonna get the job done, and then some, it's off the glove of Hoskins, down the right field line. De La Cruz scores to tie the game in the ninth. Wendell to second. I just made the comment that at the very minimum, Wendell wanted to ground ball to the right side to get the runner over to third. And that's why his ground ball to the right side, was gonna get the job done, And then some when it was misplayed by Hoskins. Went off his glove down the line. The pinch runner Brian De La Cruz came around to score the tying run. It was an E3. No RBI for Wendell. But a 5-5 game in the ninth. Avi Garcia then worked a walk. And with runners at first and second. Still nobody out. Brian Anderson a chance to give Miami the lead. Ground ball right side, gonna get through, a hit for Anderson, Wendell waved at third, he's coming home, Veerling's throw up the line, and the Marlins take a 6-5 lead in the top of the ninth. So two runs, one earned, one unearned against David Robertson, and the Marlins had the advantage into the bottom of the ninth, Dylan Florid worked a one 2 3 eighth, stayed out there for the ninth, he got the first out, J.T. Romuto grounding out to third base on a terrific pick on the throw from Anderson, by Miguel Rojas, who was just into the game defensively in the ninth inning. That was the first out. Then Bryson Stott's singled to left, Stott's third hit of the night. So down by a run, the Phillies had the tying man on, went out in the ninth inning for one of their heroes in this series, Gene Segura. Had the game-winning hit in walk-off fashion here Tuesday night, hit a home run last night, had a chance to be a hero again in the bottom of the ninth tonight. Double play would end it here. The 1-1. Ground ball slowly hit towards second. Birdie tries to tag the runner. Got him. Throws to first. Double play. And the Marlins win. They salvage the finale in Philadelphia. They end the nine-game losing streak. They score twice in the ninth to beat the Phillies tonight 6-5. Boy, did they need that. Right on cue. How about that, Glenn? You ask and they... uh... For the Marlins, six runs, 12 hits, one error, 11 left. For the Phillies, five runs, nine hits, one error. They strand a couple. Dylan Floro, the winning pitcher, one and two. David Robertson, the blown save and the loss. He's four and three. The time of the ball game was three hours, four minutes. The Marlins go one and five on the road trip, one and two here in Philadelphia as they snap their nine-game losing streak. The victory for the Marlins tonight, their first since Sandy's complete game, 2-1 win over the Dodgers at Lone Depot Park. Back on August 27th, feels like a really long time ago. Nine straight losses before tonight. Tonight the Marlins pull out a one-run win, 6-5, over the Phillies. So Miami improves to 56 and 80 on the season. Phillies drop to 75 and 62. Marlins head home now for eight games over seven days. Three against the Mets this weekend, beginning tomorrow night. They'll play a day-night doubleheader Monday against the Rangers and then three against these Phillies at Lone Depot Park next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. A lot of heroes for the Marlins who scored six runs on 12 hits here tonight. Garrett Cooper had two hits in five at-bats, both doubles, had an RBI, scored a couple of runs. Joy Wendell hit his third home run of the season in this game. It was a three-hit game for Avi Garcia. Three singles, a walk, and an RBI in four at-bats. His third three-hit game of the season. Anderson, who had been hit by a pitch in the seventh inning, had the go-ahead RBI single in the ninth for Miami. J.J. Bleday had a double in this game. Jacob Stallings had a single and a walk. Marlins got the home run from Lewin Diaz, who also drew a walk in this one tonight. And they get it done, they beat the Phillies 6-5. The Marlins and Autor Nation working together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout this season, $25 be donated to Autor Nation's Drive, Pink initiative to support cancer research. Tonight, eight strikeouts. That's $200 for the season. 1,190 Ks, $29,750 from the Marlins to Nation's Drive Pink initiative.
0: Marlins storm from behind late. They get two in the ninth. They upend the Phillies for their 56th win of the season. Uh, Really nice night up in Philadelphia to pick up a win, celebrate the small things. Let's hear what the skipper Don Mattingly had to say afterwards.
2: It's Donnie. Finally, those good at bats seem to pay off. Got the runs and caught a break there in the ninth. Just how, how good is it to just finally see all that come together? No, it's nice to win one. You know when that thing starts climbing, and you know your guys have played a lot of close games, and it's just not hadn't been going our way. It's nice to have you know some stuff kind of go our way tonight. What would you see out of Sandy tonight, uh, particularly? Did it seem like he had his stuff out of the Phillies uh, were able to get to him? I thought he was okay. Obviously, we give up the, the too late with the, the play in center. Uh, but in general, his stuff's always going to be good. He seemed like not quite like Sandy. I think we get spoiled, but his stuff seemed to be good to me. With that play in center with JJ, I have you had a chance to, to chat with him, take a look? What, what kind of happened there? No, I, I he just dropped it. Okay. Basically, you can say whatever. <laughs> And really more of more the play that, you know, that's going to happen now and then. Uh, and then, the you know, then trying to make the play uh, on the line drive. That's when it ends up costing you two runs where you you want to make that play. So you've kind of made up for it. And it kind of ends up being a double for me.
0: Going back to Flora when the 9-3 pitch the 8-0 lane to that there.
2: And, you, know. Uh, you know, we had originally thought about, uh, we're gonna go Oki there, but when we get the lead, it was a right-handed spot from the standpoint. It's JT, and, and he threw seven pitches. Basically, is the reason that we were willing to do it. We wouldn't have did it if he threw 25 or something. Uh, but it seemed like it was a right-handed spot for the most part, and then we could still use Oki you know, at lefty spot if we got there.
1: Last game of the home. Last game of the series. The two tough losses. And just the way you guys just kept staying with it and staying with it and kept at it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, it's a good sign, right? You know, it's the worst thing for a manager if you feel like your team's not playing hard. Uh, And that that hasn't happened here, so I'm happy about that. The guys kept playing. We've had a lot of, you know, the one-run games have been talked about a lot, but, you know, and and to kind of give up the lead a couple of times today, um, you know, that that hurt us, but the guys, you know, obviously were able to get it done at the end. Um, The whole uh, three hits tonight for Avi,
0: what do you think, has been a key for him since coming off the
2: I.L.? It looks like he's been pretty good at bats. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I think his at-bats have been pretty good and, and I think the one thing that Kim wanted to do was give him enough at-bats down there to make sure he was ready and that's one of the things we did. We could have brought him earlier but we we wanted to wait until we felt like he was really ready and uh, so I think he, he looks good. His timing looks pretty good. Even the, the first couple games, I don't think he got a hit, but his at-bats look good. You know, and then he was able to break through tonight. The
0: home runs from uh, from Lewin and from Joey get some left-handed
2: power. I see the power from the two of them. Yeah, obviously gets us gives us a lead. Uh, and actually Joey's two, right? They come back and they tie it at three, and Joey gets us right back on top. I thought was big. Um, so, yeah, it's good, to, it's good to get a couple balls hit the seats.
0: Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins' victory over the Philadelphia Phillies last night. The Marlins are right back at it tonight to open up a home stand against the New York Mets at 640 when Edward Cabrera takes the mound for the Marlins. 640 start, 610 airtime with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.